When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. All right, so Diane met this guy, Eric, at a Barnes & Noble, actually. Diane was divorced a couple of years ago, and after spending some time focusing on her kids, she's at a point now where she feels comfortable and ready to start dating. So she has put herself out there in different dating-friendly environments. She started volunteering. She's going to church. She joined a book club. She's working out. And one day when she was at Barnes & Noble, she ran into Eric, who happened to be reading in New York Times, which is not normally unusual, but she has a connection to New York. She lived there. And did you say Eric did, too, at one point? Yeah, he lived there, too. and We were like a neighborhood apart in New York, which is kind of wild. Oh, that is wild. Mm -hmm. Small world. So anyway, that's how the conversation started. Next thing they know, they exchanged phone numbers. He asked her out. He took her out to a nice restaurant. And it was just a very sort of free, easy, comfortable evening. Very relaxed, not rushed. Conversation flowed freely. (laughs) And at the end of the night, he took her back to her place. There was sort of a nice kiss at the end, but nothing too crazy, you said. Right, Diane? Yeah. Did he say anything like, hey, I'll talk to you soon, or I can't wait to do this again, or... He said he had a nice time, and he'd talk to me later. Okay. How long were you married? Eight years. That's long enough, isn't it, to be out of it and <laughs> to feel kind of lost when you jump back in? Yeah. Yeah, it's I like get it. like learning a whole new language. I get it. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll tell you what, we're going to call Eric. Get some feedback from Eric and see why, because it's been about a week, and there's been no contact. Hi, Eric. Yeah. Hey, man. It's Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How are you doing this morning? No way. <laughs> Is that a good no way or a bad no way? I can't tell. I knew I shouldn't answer my phone. I knew I shouldn't. <laughs> oh, man. It's one of those you had a feeling, huh, bud? Is this a second date update? Yep. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. I knew it. Do you care to guess who we're calling about? Uh, I know exactly who this is about. And I always feel bad for the guys that you guys call and... They always sound like a huge jerk, and I feel like that's going to happen to me right now. All right. Well, let's but, thank you for prefacing uh, that, but <laughs> let's walk through this slowly here. You have dinner. Everything seemed fine from our end. She really has been racking her brain trying to figure out if it was something she did that maybe offended you or some kind of misstep that put you off. Can you just, if, I mean, if you don't want to see her again, can you just shed some light on what it was? Yeah, I mean, it has nothing to do with her. She's so nice. And it's uh, it's just it's me. 
What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> nothing else. I'm 25. I'm, you know, I've, I've never been married, and I'm just starting my career, and I thought that she and I were in similar places in our lives. Okay. I was wrong. Meaning she's... I didn't realize that she was in her 30s, and she's divorced and has a couple of kids at home. And right. I'm not really ready to, for an instant family, you know? Yeah, because, uh, Diane, you were saying you were married for like eight years, right? Yeah, yeah, I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. Okay. Yeah, those are little kids. And so your point, Eric, I mean, being a 25-year-old single guy, you just, you don't feel like you're compatible for that reason. Yeah, I just, I'm not ready to jump into that right away, and I didn't know how to say it. I, I should have said it, but I didn't know how to say it last week, and it felt like any way I would have said it would have just come across as mean, and you're incredibly nice, but... I, I didn't know how to express that. Yeah. Well, I think you did a pretty good job just now <laughs> after we put yeah. you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> you can understand that, can't you, as a divorced woman with a couple of very young kids? And did you realize he was, I mean, are you in your 30s? And did you realize that he was 25? No, I had no idea he was that young. Honestly, he comes across very mature. So I get it. But I wish, you know, you could have just told me it would have saved me a week of thinking that I did something stupid. Yeah. I know. We're so bad at that. This is probably the most common thing that we experience the second date update is it's not that there was anything bad. It's just I, I don't think that this person's right for me, and I don't really know how to express that in a way that is tactful mm -hmm. or won't hurt their feelings. And, you know, if I'm ever single again, and you know, hope I hope I'm not, but if I am, I, I hope I have the grace and, and tactfulness to express. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's why, if I'm ever asked. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not volunteering it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, out of context, it always feels like you can, but in the moment, right now, like I, I couldn't do it, so I don't know. How well, and that's just it. it. Like I listened to second date updates, I'm like, God, come on, dude! Like, how hard would that have been? But you put yourself in that situation. I think it's different mm -hmm. when you're saying it directly to. Yeah, because texting or emailing just can't happen. That's like impossible to tell someone that way. <laughs> and are you is, being serious? I can't tell if she's serious or sarcastic. I was totally being sarcastic. Like a text the next day saying, "I think you're great," but you're a little further along in your life than I am, would have been fine. Yeah, so it would be acceptable then in that form as opposed to, say, face-to-face -face or, or voice-to-voice. Yeah, -voice. I mean, after one date, even after two or three dates, I think that's okay. It's if you're, like, involved with someone, you can't text them that you're not going to see them again. But after one date, after two dates, of course. Right. It beats nothing. Well, this might come down to, I mean, just kind of life experience. If you've already been married and divorced and had a couple of kids, yeah, for him, maybe he hasn't had that many things going on in his life quite yet, so a conversation like that would be more difficult for someone who's yeah, 25 yeah, versus yes, somebody. A text, a text yeah. would be okay. Would you would be, be helpful. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if I'm sending a text like, like, sorry, 
the age is a problem and you, I, I don't like kids. I don't know. If, no, you can just say, sorry, you have a family and I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. See, Eric, mm-hmm. we're both learning stuff today. The more Diane talks, the more I... <laughs> she's really cool. I know. We may have you come on <laughs> as a like relationship expert. <laughs> well, you know what, though? I mean, maybe the lesson here for Diane, too, is when you first start talking to somebody. I mean, if he would have known... And when you were looking at the New York Times that you had a couple of little kids at home, then he never would have called you to begin with. So maybe that's something you come out with earlier and when you're meeting these that guys. Should be your at opening line. The Hi, store. I'm divorced with two young kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna like send people running in the other direction. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe I'll try it for fun to see how fast people run. I'll tell you what, Diane, I think, you know, for somebody that's new to the dating scene, I think you got your head on straight, despite the fact that, you know, Eric isn't the right guy. I think you're a great communicator and uh, we credit you for laying that out there, you know, not just for Eric, but for a lot of guys that are listening that don't always know how to handle situations similar to that. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, I'm sorry that we couldn't be sooner rather than later. I'm sorry that we couldn't be more helpful to you. Well, I mean, I got the answer. I know I know what happened. So right. that's, you did everything that I was hoping for. And Eric, thanks for answering the phone anyway, even though you knew you shouldn't. <laughs> All right, people. Thank you. Thank you. Great talking to you both. Bye. Bye. <sighs> so there you go. If you need us to do a second date update, call for you. We are more than happy to. The two different ways for you to get a hold of us. 513-749-2320, or you can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Well, Jen went on her first date last night for mm-hmm. Jen's mm-hmm. five-day mm-hmm. challenge. Uh-huh. And be, before we sent her out, we consulted Dr. Alex Schiller, who is uh, an expert, expert in these mm-hmm. things. Absolutely. She wrote a book, what, Never Sleep Alone? Never Sleep Alone. Never it's sleep the name alone. of the book. It's the name of her website. <clears throat> and it uh, really is sort of her, it's her main mantra. Right. It's the basis yep. of everything she teaches. Yep. So if you missed that yesterday, because this she was late in the show, you sure did. <laughs> we are going to replay for you our conversation uh-huh. with Dr. Alex as we send Jen out into the dating world. And then we'll hear from Jen's date from last night. Patrick. We'll talk to him at 820 this morning. So a lot to cover between now and 9 o'clock right here on Cincinnati's Q102. In the meantime... All right, Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen Morning Show 722 right now talking about Jen's five-day challenge. And we sent her out on her first date last night. We'll hear from Patrick at approximately 820 this morning. We'll get a full recap of the date. Uh, Tim was there. He got some audio, so we're very excited about that. Hear how her first foray into dating after 20 years went mm-hmm. yesterday. But first, we want to share with you a conversation we had with an expert on dating. Uh, this was Dr. Alex, who came on the show late in the show yesterday. Before I play this, I have to warn parents that are listening that this is a little edgier than what you would normally hear at this hour. It's a little grown-up talk. On our show, yes. And keep in mind, <laughs> the Jeff and Jen Morning Show is a it's a radio show for adults, and we have adult conversations about adult situations here. This is here. adult content, yes. This is not to say that we go out of our way to be edgy or shock our listeners. That's not the goal, but the subject matter we cover here can sometimes be inappropriate for children. So we want to give you that heads up now because we're about to venture into that territory. A warning for parents. And we're cool that you come back in a few minutes. We would love to have you back. 
But here we go. Dr. Alex from yesterday morning. Good morning, beautiful people. Uh, How are you? You know, we'll see here in a few minutes, Alex. <laughs> Not sure. sure. Excited. Magianos. Sure. I know. How can I've, you go wrong with I've Italian? i little fella. Yeah. He sounds charming. He does, doesn't he? He's, he's kind of cute. Stay away from the chicken parm, okay? Really? That's you know one of I my faves. <laughs> I know. It's my favorite, too, but it's not part of the NSA diet, all right? Oh. Gotcha. And when so- you say the NSA diet, you mean the never sleep alone diet. Is that right? The never sleep alone diet. The things that are safe to eat before a sociosexual encounter. Oh, God. Well, because it involves socializing and it involves sexualizing. Woohoo! So, hey, let's go slow. Yeah. Uh, hello, slow, please. <laughs> well, I'm so excited to talk to you, and I just I don't want you to be nervous, okay? Thirty seconds in, you're talking about sex already. Why are you naked? Oh, you Getting know, but, anxious. Listen, listen, let's take it back a little bit, okay? Because before I became a sociosexual psychologist, I was actually a pediatrician. And I worked abroad through the Doctors Without Borders program. And working with poor and malnourished children taught me how to deal with desperate people with short attention spans. (laughs) All right. I've developed this system. And there's no difference between an eight-year-old Somali boy with the measles and a 40-year-old woman with no boyfriend. Okay, That's true. I've always felt that. In order to get better, you need to be told what to do. She makes a good point. I want somebody to tell me what she to do. She does need to be like, told what, what to do. What do I wear? Do, what do I not talk about? What do I definitely need to talk okay. about? You know, all this good all stuff. All right, well, first of all, what you're going to wear. All right, I want you to remember the NSA principle of STAR. Style transcends actual reality, okay? Ooh, wow. So by changing the way you look, you can change your personal story. And I want you to think of yourself not in terms of clothing. I don't want you to dress like the mediocre majority. I want you to create a costume that makes people want to know your story, okay? Oh. Jen, you love this kind of stuff. Oh, I'm all about wardrobe. Yeah. But no flats, okay? Flats are for boring office thrones, all right? Let's go with some boots like a nice stacked heel boot or a he- can you walk in heels? Ladies, you should never wear heels unless you can walk You're walking in them. Okay. That is true. It depends. But boots. I'm good with boots. I have a very impressive boot collection. She's we got can definitely boots with fringe. You feel sexy in boots? Yes. I like boots. All right. You want to wear something that you feel sexy in, something that makes you feel like fire. You want to feel fearless. You want to feel independent. You want to feel relaxed and you want to feel erotic. Now, I highly recommend pleasuring yourself before you go Whoa. on the date. <laughs> Okay. And why would I want to do that? <laughs> the thing is this. All right. Oh, so, my God. I don't know. What What are you looking for on this? Are you looking for another monogamous relationship? Are you looking to just have some fun? What is your, your sociosexual goal? I have no idea, doctor. <laughs> All right. Well, I think what you should look into is just think of this as expanding expanding your sociosexual network, okay? Because actively seeking a monogamous relationship, it's like applying for a second mortgage. If you appear desperate, Mm -hmm. you're going to be turned down. (laughs) If you are not orgasmically satisfied, you're going to look desperate. Oh, Oh, good point. I see. All right. Is there an ideal amount of time, an hour before, three hours before? Exercise first. Exercise for about a half an hour to an hour. Get those endorphins going. Get those pheromones flowing. Go home, take a bath, talk to yourself, say how beautiful you are, 
Talk to yourself the way you want a man to talk to you. Pleasure yourself. And then you go on the date. You're just going for fun. All righty, then. a great tip. I like that tip. Very minimum. Hit the rumble strips in 71 and come down. (laughs) No, it's really true. Be obsessed with yourself and others will become obsessed with you. Sure. Okay. Uh, Anything else, Dr. Alex? And, you know, this is good. This is advice for all the listeners because... The Never Sleep Alone movement that I started, it's not just about you, Jen, getting off in a vacuum, okay? It's a worldwide movement <laughs> to make the world a better place. She is good. This lady I want to really make the world good. a better place, too. Okay. So, sure. All right. So, five first date don'ts. And you're a smart girl, Jen. I listen to you every morning. So, okay. I don't think you'd make these mistakes, but when we get a little nervous, we tend to. So, I want you to make sure you have a beautiful voice. The way you talk on the radio, mm-hmm. you need to talk that way on the date. Oh. Are you a drinker? I might be. Ladies have a problem. The more alcoholic beverages they consume, mm-hmm. and the louder the restaurant is, the louder and high-pitched their voices oh, get. Oh, that's so that true. true. When girls talk like this, and they're like, well, let me just tell you about myself. Da, da, da. Keep your voice low and slow. Yeah. Okay. It's like dogs. Men have men have an instinctual reaction to the speed, tone, and volume of the female voice. So true. When a man mm. hears a woman speaking in a super loud, super fast, and super high-pitched voice or whatever like that, right. it's scared like a little doggy. And this voice mm-hmm. doesn't want to bite you, run away from you, or piss on the floor. And you don't want that. You know no. what I mean? Yes. Just keep your voice low and slow. Okay. This is such good advice. I can do that. Okay, the don'ts. Really quick. Don't talk about your ex. Nobody yep. wants to hear about how he just didn't understand you or how he was great on paper but terrible in bed. Save that for your therapist. Well, what happens, um, though, if they ask? Just be like, you know, it didn't work out. He's a great person. I wish him well. Okay. Move on. All right. Remember the NSA principle of BDSM. Be direct. Seem mysterious. Oh, thank okay? God. Oh, be direct, stay mysterious. Yeah, a lot These of things are good to remember. Tips, These really Jane. are. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, man, buy the book. I'll send you <laughs> But listen, no, so when someone asks you a question about yourself, limit your response to three sentences or less. And then end that response by asking him a question about himself. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's really and good. And when he gives his answer, don't immediately follow up with a question. Just look him in the eyes and smile and nod. Mm-hmm. And wait for him to give you more. I go over all of this in the book. That's called STFU. I think you know what that stands yes. for. Yeah, right, another don't. Don't discuss finances. Don't talk about your debt, your salary, or your stock portfolio. People who talk about money suck. If he starts talking about money, steer the conversation in another direction. Mm-hmm. All righty. Okay. And don't be aggressively sexual, okay? Showing someone how you can tie that cherry stem with your tongue, it's cheesy. You do not have to worry about that. <laughs> don't bring up any medical issues. No one wants to oh, hear God. about irritable bowel syndrome. What are you going to talk about, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> but what if I'm in the middle of having a symptom? Oh, my and God. And I need to no. let him know where my meds are in case I go down. <laughs> Tim's going to be there. He'll watch. Patrick, if Patrick's listening, Patrick, don't. The bill. If you ask someone out, you're the one who pays. All well, right? that's the debate, though, of who asked who out here because he actually filled out an application and then he was chosen. No, by filling out the application, he is asking you out. There you go. I and Patrick, you can avoid the awkward moment when the bill comes and every man out here can avoid that moment. Give your server your credit card when you go to the bathroom. That way the oh. bill doesn't even come. You are James Bond. It's taken care of. Look there you go. I love it. Well, listen, you've given us a lot to think about. Dr. Alex, the 
author of the best-selling sex and dating guide, Never Sleep Alone, which is available wherever books are sold and also online at NeverSleepAlone.com. You've been amazing, Dr. Alex. <laughs> Thank yes, you, Dr. Alex. Thank you. fun tonight, girl. And yep. hey, make sure if you do decide to get busy, use a condom. And I want you to remember that NSA acronym. Condom. Consider others' negligence, desperation, opinions, and motives. Wow. It's so easy to remember. That really is. Where were you when I was dating? Hello. I'm always here. Oh, boy. Always here. Have fun tonight. Thank you, Dr. Alex. (laughs) Thank Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well. She's a hoot. After that, I can't wait to hear how this date went. We're going to talk to Patrick at 8.20 this morning. Yeah, I'm interested to see if you followed some of the advice there. Yeah, did you do the BDSM? Be direct, Direct. stay mysterious. I I think I'm pretty direct. I don't know how mysterious I was. Did you overshare and talk about your IBS? I did not. (laughs) I just did not discuss. That's good. I'm Uh kidding. I know. I haven't officially been diagnosed with that. (laughs) <laughs> Not officially, anyway. I only discussed my legitimate diagnoses. No, that's not true uh, either. I didn't bring it up. Are any all. of the applicants doctors by any oh, chance? Oh, man. No, I don't think so. You didn't get any of your oils out during the dinner. No, okay. I was wearing some oils, I feel oils, good though. about this, then. I had on some oils when I went. Listen, the Which bo- oils did you choose? Uh, the, the female hormonal one. Um, what does that one do? One for digestion. Digestion. And good, yeah. what was the other one? Oh, Are they heart, like pheromone Heart oils? meds. Female ones? Like to attract no, they're him? they're like, you know, oh. it's to keep you calm. <laughs> oh, But I wear that guy. one all the time. It, well, obviously it works. <laughs> yeah. I'm so chill. Yeah. So chill. Clary, calm. Every time, every time I peered around the corner because I was in a different room and peeked my eye, they were laughing and having fun. Or it appeared that. Oh way. well, that's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Well, don't sell it, Tim. What if she didn't have a good time? We gotta know what happened. Well, we'll find out at eight twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's eight twenty this morning. And uh, again, uh, that was Doctor Alex. NeverSleepAlone dot com is the name of the website. You pick up a book anywhere. Mm-hmm. It was very nice of her to come. She doesn't do a lot of those radio interviews, and I can kind of see why now because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to go in that direction. I wasn't either. Yeah. Um, but you know, I understand that uh, a lot of our adult listeners. This is an adult radio show but a lot of our adult listeners you know they listen with their kids in the car and that's why i gave a heads up at the beginning of that Mm -hmm. because we try to be mindful of the fact that sometimes you have little people with you right and uh, we wanted to kind of give you a heads up that that was coming but we also really wanted to share that with the (laughs) grown-ups yeah we we needed to because a lot of our seven o'clock listeners didn't catch that at nine so, uh, again, Patrick coming up at 820 this morning right here on Cincinnati's Q102. And we'll get his perspective on the date, what he thought of And while we are covering headlines this morning, out of Brussels, multiple explosions at Brussels Airport and at a downtown metro stop rocking the city Tuesday, killing at least 26 people, wounding dozens and shutting down all forms of public transportation there. Belgium's former uh, federal prosecutor, rather, confirmed the blasts at the airport were caused by a suicide attack, and the explosion at the metro station was near buildings that house European Union institutions in central Brussels. So many, many leaders of the surrounding countries are saying that this wasn't so much about Brussels as it was targeting Europe. Mm. Uh, They are confirming that these are terrorist attacks, 
And the federal health minister is saying that the terrorist bombings at the airport killed at least 11 people that we know of, injured 81, and there are likely more casualties coming. Uh, Belgium raising its terror threat to maximum and security tightened across the region. Of course, as you know, this incident follows the arrest of Salah Abdeslam, who was a suspect in November's Paris attacks, who was captured in Brussels last week after a four-month manhunt. Yeah, now they're saying at least 28 killed. Oh, wow. 28 killed total. So the government there instructing people to avoid the airport to make way for emergency responders. Aviation authorities evacuating the airport in Brussels, diverting incoming flights. There was one bound from New York toward Brussels. That was diverted to Amsterdam. That plane is safely on the ground. And just after the blast at the metro station, transportation authorities shut down the entire subway system. And then 30 minutes after that, the officials suspended all public transportation, including trams and buses. So we'll continue to follow that situation this morning. Tim, I know that you said you have an in, or a relative or a cousin or someone that I, lives there. I have a cousin from Belgium. Uh, short story is long-lost relative reconnected a couple years ago because my mom's very into genealogy, and so is this cousin. And they connected, and so we've got to know her a little bit over the last couple of years. But she's from Belgium. She lives in France just right across the border because of work purposes. She moved to France for work and school. Hmm. But um, I remember when the Paris attacks you know, happened, I, I reached out to her, and we chatted on Facebook. And she was like, it's, the, we live differently now. I just remember yeah. her pan her the panic like it's different. There are police mm-hmm. police police officers going through our homes and it's very wow you know tanks going down the street. It's, no kidding. it's a, kind of a weird vibe, but she's you know they have to think about things they never had to mm-hmm. think about before. I mean, life was different for us after nine eleven, but that sound that takes different to a whole new level mm-hmm. when you've got tanks rolling through the streets you know, and it's, police it's, officers. And that was probably three or four weeks after. Wow. The, the so Paris. It still, so it was still, you know, a month later, they're still kind of dealing with that. Did she yeah. say that she's a- afraid, though? I mean, is she in fear? She fear for her personal safety or is, she, or is her alert level raised? I think it was more like alert, alert. stuff. Yeah. A- afraid for, you know, mm-hmm. the country and the future and things like that. Sure. So to recap, at least 26 people killed in today's terrorist attacks in Brussels, Belgium. 15 in a subway explosion and 11 in two blasts at the airport, according to Belgian media. And we'll continue to follow that this morning as the day wears on. It's just awful. In other news, some of the news that didn't make the news this morning, you know the old cliche that time heals all wounds? Mm -hmm. Got some bad news for you. Out Out of Arizona State University, this new study found that time doesn't actually heal all wounds. The researchers found that people can stay depressed for several years or longer after something terrible happens, especially if they just try to distract themselves and try to live a so-called normal life. That can even be dangerous and mess you up to the point where you don't bounce back and you lose your ability to feel compassion for other people too. So the experts say the best way for people to really move on is to focus on dealing with what happened, either with a therapist or even just by themselves, and work on things like thinking realistically about the future, regulating their emotions, and finding ways to be productive. we got to take a break. Coming up, we've got uh, Jeff and Jen Jury coming up. That's going to happen in the next 10 minutes. And then we'll talk to Jen's day, Patrick, from last night. 
As Jen's five-day challenge continues Yay. here at Cincinnati's Q102. One down, four to go. <laughs> Welcome, Mark, to Jeff and Jen's jury today, to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. How are you, Mark? Good, guys. Good. What's going on with you? How can we help? Well, uh, I have a friend, Nicole, and we've been friends for years. And all of a sudden, over the last several months, I've started to realize I have feelings for her. Oh. Oh, friends turning into more, at least on one end. That's happened to me before. So, I love that, I, though, when that happens, because what a great way to start a relationship. You know, you have that foundation of friendship. Yes. Yeah, that's important. As long as, you yeah. know, your friend feels the same way. And there's been indications in the past that maybe I have some hope. But, I mean, we've, we've grown so close that she also knows, you know, I like to date a lot. And I've dated quite a bit with, and I just wonder where she's feeling now that she knows me better over these last years and everything like that and uh i would love to broach the subject you know and talk to her about it but it's it, it's really no opportunity presents or maybe i just chicken out every time yeah because you're afraid that if she doesn't feel the same way then you've Jeopardized. put this weird thing out there that affects the friendship and <laughs> makes it uncomfortable it, yeah. right Definitely, definitely. Totally. Okay. So when you say she knows about, like, your dating past and stuff, are you kind of like a hoe and you're worried that she's, like, judging you or something? Uh, I've definitely had my opportunities of hoeness. Um, <laughs> we all have. I've settled down a little bit. <laughs> Not and me. probably why I'm, I'm more attracted to her now, because she's someone I could see long-term, whereas before I was just, you know, out to have fun, and if a relationship happened, that would be great, but... I wasn't really looking for that. Now I see her and see a future there, and it's sort of driving me nuts every time we hang out. But she, I, I think she just started dating someone, too, so mm. that complicates matters. Oh, wow. Oh, so, is that, what's, so what's making you hesitate more, the fact that she's dating somebody else or that she maybe just knows a little bit too much about you? The dating someone more than anything. I mean, the rejection being out there wouldn't be fun, and I do value our friendship, but I'm at the point now, guys, where it's, it, it, hanging out with her, it's you, you, a false smile and joking when she's talking about a new boyfriend and stuff like that, and it's starting to drive me nuts. Okay. How far into this are they? Uh, I think they've been talking for a little while, but I'd say more serious the last uh, little bit, month or so. Jeez. Mm, okay. Well, So it's still a little bit kind of new. So if you're going to jump in, you need to jump in now rather right. than waiting to see if yeah, she gets more serious. I don't want to see if they uh, are at the altar. In about a year or so. so right. Yeah. Okay. right. But is she happy with this guy so far? I mean, they really seem to be going well. Um, she's she's happy. I don't know that you know they're in love stage or anything like that. And you know, there's random complaints. She doesn't seem unhappy with them either. Gotcha. Well, it's interesting because the older you get, the more you tend to be like settle. You think? Yeah. You're this more likely to settle. Is mm-hmm. she talking herself into it? We don't want that either. Especially if she's got feelings for you and she just, you know, she's in the same boat as you, unsure how to approach it, afraid to approach it. You, you know, early on, there was definitely that. And I, I probably kept it more surface level with friends and stuff like that because it, it's a work, work friend and turned from a work friend into a real friend. So well, your question to the jury is, do I tell her how I feel? Absolutely, absolutely. And potentially jeopardize the friendship, but it's gotten to a point where you just can't really exist within the friendship as it is now because... The awkwardness for me. Yeah, is, you feel is, like you got to say something. Well, and it's like he's fake now too, right? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, that's an easy enough question. Yeah, that's pretty cut and dry. Straightforward. Do you tell your friend who's been a friend for years that you also work with, who's been dating a guy for about a month, that you have decided you feel more for her than just friendship? Absolutely. All right. 513-749-2320. Just a simple yes or no. we got to move through these quickly. We need eight jurors lined up. 513-749-2320. Is Mark Teller or not? Jeff and Jen's jury is in session on Cincinnati's Q1. So here we go. We got Mark. Mark uh, has been friends with Nicole for a long time. They work together. Really good friends, tight friends. And he's recently decided that he feels a little bit more for her than just friendship. Issue is Nicole's been seeing a guy for about a month. And Mark is a little nervous about approaching her and telling her how he really feels because, you know, he doesn't want to risk the friendship. And we all get that. We Mm -hmm. understand. So his big question to us was, should he tell her? This is the case for today's Jeff and Jen's jury. Juror number one is Dawn. Should he tell her or not? I say yes. Tell her. You never know. You never know. And do it now. Thank you, Dawn. Julie. I say tell. Tell. All right. Put you down for tell. Thanks very much. Lisa, tell or don't tell? Yes, do tell. I married my best friend 10 years ago. Oh, that's sweet. I love that. All right. Thank you, Lisa. You're welcome. Have a good day. You You too. too. Erica, to tell or not to tell? Yes. Tell. Look at this. All these brave women. He does not want to live his life with regret. He should tell her. Understood. Yep. Thank you, Erica. Amy. He absolutely has to tell her. Don't go through life with regret. Look at this. I'm, I'm loving all you. these women. Look at you go. All right. Thank you, Amy. All righty. Bye. Bridget. I say yes. Look at this. Your vote has been recorded. Thank huh. you, Bridget. Almost unanimous. <laughs> Isa. Hi. What should he do? I think he should tell her because if not, he's going to regret it. At least this way, no matter what the outcome is, he knows he tried. There you go. Thank you, Lisa. And, you know, that's just going to be an upset later down the Mm -hmm. road. Love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day, guys. You You too. too. John, you were the final juror. Does she (laughs) tell? I'm sorry. John, you were the final juror. Does he tell? Or does he Absolutely. keep it to himself? Yeah. He, yes, yes, he does. Yes. Yes. All right. Wow, Guys, check it in. out. All right, thank you, John. So those are our eight jurors. They all say tell. I say tell. I say tell. And, you know, it'd be different if, like, she was a year or two into this relationship and they were yeah. deeply in love. Yeah. yeah. I say to uh, tell, but with the disclaimer that just be aware that this could potentially end everything. That Friendship and everything is it really? But going with eyes wide open. Yeah, but it could be worth it. So go ahead and say something, Jen. I, yeah, I mean, I think I think you tell too, but I agree with Tim. You you don't know what she's going to say back. So be prepared. Yeah, for the rejection. possible rejection. Yeah, yeah. Fritch. I think you have to tell too. I mean, be honest about the entire situation. Put it out there. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it'll go well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, it's unanimous. Let's what do you back. got to lose besides a best friend? <laughs> wow. Mark, you still with us? Yes, sir. All right, you've been listening on the whole button. You know the verdict. It seems the majority are in favor of you telling her, and uh, time's a ticking because <laughs> if she's a month into this relationship, you don't want her to get in any deeper. Yep. Yeah, I got a nervous feeling in the pit of my stomach, but I'm also excited about it, too. So 
we would be happy to assist if it makes it easier to mm. break the ice in a situation like this. I don't want you to think that we're exploiting your situation, but... You know, we'd love to try. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just really curious as to what she's going to say. If nothing else, it's a good story. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, I love that wow. he's in like, right so now. Easy. I really yeah, didn't think he would say yes. Okay, sure. All right, let's get let's the get number. number. Yeah. 513. Okay. Awesome. Hang on. Calling her right now. I'm nervous. Calling Mark's best friend, Nicole. Hello? Hi, Nicole. Hi. It's Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. How are you doing this morning? Jeff and Jen. Hi. <laughs> We're Hi. here. Tim is here. Fritch is here. The whole gang. Morning. Hi. It's wow. party time. Wait, why are you guys calling me? I know it can't be a second date update. No. So. <laughs> Not a second date update. We're actually calling on behalf of Mark. Seriously? yep yep we're calling about mark what about mark mark has something he would like to tell you so i hope you're sitting down because this is big huge okay mark hey nicole hey uh i had something interesting to tell you and i figured i'd make it even more awkward than it was gonna already be um (laughs) listen over the last several months i've realized that I love our friendship, and I want to take it to another place. I see a possible future with you, and I'm ready to get more serious. And I know you've expressed interest in the past, and I sort of blew it off. And being with you and then now seeing you with your boyfriend, I'd love to at least give it a try. Wait, are you serious? Do you like me? Yeah. Yeah, nothing like uh, expressing your love or interest over the radio. So I'm definitely <laughs> serious. Um, okay. So what do you think about this, Nicole, what Mark just said to you? Um, mostly I'm just in a little bit of shock. Um, I have thought about it before. And you have thought about it? Yeah. I always just thought that I was in the friend zone or something, so Ooh, yeah. I was okay with that. But, um, yeah, he's just someone that I, I like to be around, and I, wow, I just, I don't know what to say. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's uh, this is weird because you're involved with this other guy that you've been seeing. How long have you been seeing your current boyfriend? Um, it's been a few months, and and it's been nice. How serious are you two getting? I mean... You know, we're having a good time, and we definitely enjoy each other's company, but it has crossed my mind. I just think about some of the conversations that him and I have had, and, you know, we've gotten really close, and I've learned a lot about his relationships with women from the past, and maybe I know too much, you know, like way too much, like maybe we're we're too close. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Well, and I I'm understand sure. the timing of this is not ideal because you are involved in this relationship and you're a month in, but I guess my question for you is, do you feel like you're past the point of no return where Mark is someone you would not consider moving forward? Is this relationship that you're in something you feel you have to see through first? Or do you feel like if there's an opportunity here with Mark, you'd like to take advantage of that now, maybe step back from the thing you got going now? Maybe you want to rethink that 
and explore this with Mark? I know this is a lot to think about, and maybe now is not the time to answer, but, you <laughs> yeah, know. I think it's something that I definitely need to kind of walk away from this and, and think about it, um, mm-hmm. for sure, because I am kind of involved, like, with this friendship with Mark and then also with the guy that I'm with since I am seeing somebody, but... Would you characterize you know, this this boyfriend that you're with? I don't mean to ask the obvious question here, but would you consider this committed relationship? Like, if you had the talk where you guys are exclusive, or have you just been seeing each other? We're we're together. You know, I'm definitely someone that if we agree that we're together, I, I definitely okay. want to honor that. But I yeah. so he's your boyfriend, right? He is officially your a boyfriend. boyfriend. So if you were to embark, upon, if you were to explore this thing with Mark, then you would have to tell this guy and say, you know, we need to put the brakes on this or. Slow this down. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I would have to. Um, you know, and it's definitely, I'm just so thrown off by the fact that Mark has brought this to the forefront. And it's like something that I maybe was thinking before actually might be real. And I kind of just, you know, always just said we're just good friends. And maybe I was convincing myself. I don't know. But I definitely would have to sit down and, and have a conversation with him, you know, it's hard for you to make a decision right now. This yeah. is this is a lot. Yeah. We understand you yeah, need to. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it is, and ponder it a little bit. Mark's nickname is Mr. Timing. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we don't want to put you on the spot any more than we already have, but I, I love the fact that this has crossed your mind before, Me that too. this is something you have considered in the past. And I love the fact that you're not shutting this down now. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yes, yeah, it's definitely something that I need to talk about with him. Okay. That would be where we can start, possibly. Yeah. Well, we will let you do that. We think it's cool that you had the conversation with us and, and, and allowed us to share in, in the moment because Mark values his friendship very much with you as you do with him. On that note, thank you for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. We're going to let the both of you go. and Yeah, good luck. I'm yeah. kind of anxious to see how this ends up. You Keep know? us posted. You're yeah. anxious, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Poor hey, Mark is like, let's we, hang up right now. I gotta talk to her. I know, we did all we could, man. It's it's you're on your own now. All right, guys. All right, buddy. Thank Good luck you to guys. you. Yeah, thank Thanks. you both for coming Good on. Luck. Good luck to you. Jeez. Jeff and Jen Jeff and Jen's jury doing good work right there. Good work. Let's hope so. Yeah. I I yeah, I hope something becomes of that. Mm-hmm. So I mean if if you if you've come up with a conundrum of any kind or are having a disagreement with somebody and you want the jury to weigh in on your sitch. Just uh, give us a call or send us an email, 513-749-2320 or Jeff and Jen at WK. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Stay tuned for 60-second AP News headlines. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.